Star Wars 7x7, episode 1320. Today, all the planets that we could be seeing in Solo, a Star Wars story, including the confirmation of one that was leaked, apparently accidentally, by AMC Theaters last month. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Brian J. Jones, author of George Lucas The Life, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And we have to consider the solo a Star Wars story commercial from the Super Bowl and the trailer, as well as all of the photos that we've seen from Ron Howard on Instagram and Twitter as we consider the possibility of there being as many as six different planets that we might travel to during the course of Solo, A Star Wars Story. Let's start with the ones where we can put a name to the place, and I guess the top candidate for that would be Corellia, which is, of course, the planet Han Solo hails from. And by all indications, those scenes that we see of Han and Kira in a speeder tearing around various industrialized settings, that would be Corellia, and it's a fair guess to say that the place where Han is going to that job fair, if you will, that Imperial job fair, that that is also Corellia. Then, of course, there's the planet Kessel, and Kessel hasn't been officially named. It's just been deeply hinted at with Ron Howard's posts saying spicy and having pictures of things that look like mines. And, of course, we're supposed to think of the spice mines of Kessel, naturally, which is a very iconic thing to connect to Han Solo, making the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs, of course. And then the third planet, which had been leaked by AMC Theaters in a post that was then subsequently deleted toward the end of January, but is now made official and confirmed thanks to the Entertainment Weekly cover story on Solo, a Star Wars story. And again, I don't throw the word confirmed around lightly. I mean, there are some places that are very flimsy in the way that they throw out the word confirmed or they do it in a very clickbaity way. But in this case, no, we are really, truly officially confirmed that Mimbam is the third planet in Solo, a Star Wars story. And if you've been a Star Wars fan for a very long time or you got very deep into the expanded universe, then you would be very excited to hear Mimban being referenced, and that's M-I-M-B-A-N, because it is the planet on which the majority of the action for Splinter of the Mind's Eye would, was set. Excuse me. That novel was released in 1978, and it was the very first expanded universe novel to be released in the Star Wars universe, and that's the one that was intended to be the low-budget sequel to the original Star Wars if Star Wars had not been such an astounding success at the box office. Now, Minban has been attempting to get on screen multiple times. It was actually the inspiration for Dagobah and the Empire Strikes Back and was originally going to be what Jetta turned out to be for Rogue One, but it's finally happening for real. There was actually a mention of it in the Clone Wars cartoon series, but we never actually saw the planet on there. There's a photo in the Entertainment Weekly cover story that shows mud troopers on Mimban. And the accompanying information along with that photo on Entertainment Weekly's website says that it's just some dirty Imperial officers and a medical droid and a hazy photo. And there is something going on here that the Empire is up to, but we don't yet know what it is. However, 
It says here that it has an atmosphere full of thunderstorms, so its sky is perpetually overcast and the land is always draped in mist. And so that actually suggests that we may have seen some of it, or at least seen the air surrounding it, in the Solo A Star Wars story teaser and the commercial, because we have that very cloudy, swirly, vortexy thing that the Star Destroyer is flying through, and there are lightning flashes all around, so that could well be the atmosphere of Mimban. And if that presumption is in fact correct, then it might turn out that that's where the major heist that Woody Harrelson is putting a crew together for is going to take place, that it's something happening on or around Mimban. Now, I'm saying that because the information we get about the snowy planet, whatever that is, which is the fourth planet that we're going to talk about here, that is certainly not Mimban at all, okay? And according to one of the photos that we got, Han and Chewie actually are together and they are having to pull a heist on that train that we saw that is called the Conveyx. That's the official name for it. And we don't yet know what the job is, but basically this is the way that Han and Chewie are going to prove their mettle that they can hang with Woody Harrelson and his crew and that they can qualify to help with whatever this big job is that they're going to pull. And then a fifth planet would be that deserty planet where we see Tobias and Han talking about getting a crew together. We see what appears to be Han and Kira walking down a very long sandy slope toward the shore and possibly to that meeting. And we also see Kira wearing the same outfit talking to Han Solo in, you know, the outdoor environment with, you know, tent flaps and whatnot going on. She's wearing what looks to be the same hairstyle and outfit potentially that she is when we see her in a room inside and she's got that very thoughtful expression. She's by herself and the architecture of the room that's around her is very similar to that sort of dance club scene, that nightclub scene where we see the you know singer you know gesticulating while she's singing and we see Han and Kira and Kira is dressed up even more than she was previously. You know, that all seems like it's happening on the same planet just based on connecting these dots. So we don't necessarily know what that planet is. But the sixth planet that I want to talk about could turn out that <laughs> that's the name for that planet. We'll see. I'm going to tell you about that after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. No sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, we've got Corellia, we've got Kessel, we've got Mimban, and then we've got a desert planet and a snowy planet. And, you know, it would be unusual for Star Wars to suddenly decide that we could go to a planet that has multiple environments on it. So it's definitely possible that they may decide to buck that trend once and for all and give us a planet with multiple environments because of that one character we see 
in both places. He's running along the top of the train in that scene, the conveyor scene in the snowy planet. And then he is on the desert planet in that scene where we have that sort of Wild West showdown-y shot with Han Solo undoing the strap that keeps his blaster in its holster. And, you know, could be the same planet, but possibly not. Anyway, the thing that I wanted to flag for you, and we talked about this when we were talking about The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary, is there is one planet listed in the galactic map in there that has not appeared or been mentioned anywhere else, and that's the planet Savarine, and that's S-A-V-A-R-E-E-N. And just to give you a general idea, it's in the neighborhood of Tatooine and Geonosis, which are both very deserty planets. Not that that has anything to do with anything per se. I mean, you know, any star system can have a deserty planet around it, but it just seems rather interesting that there are two deserty planets nearby Saverine and we have a deserty planet in Solo A Star Wars Story. So I'm betting that one of the planets that we've seen, whether it's that snowy planet or that deserty planet, is possibly Saverine. And if it ain't, then, well, that would be potentially a sixth planet that we would be visiting in Solo, A Star Wars Story. So that is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge a blockade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not astromech cannon fodder, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!